Great Britain is hurtling toward its October 31st scheduled exit from the European Union in the midst of huge political turmoil and uncertainty, including the possibility of an exit that would replace British-European trade agreements with nothing. Welcome to Global Sourcing Insights from SIPS. I'm Bob Rossback, and for this podcast, we have tapped SIPS economist John Glenn. He is a visiting fellow at the Cranfield School of Management in the UK and a well-regarded expert on Brexit. Glenn recently recorded his thoughts about Brexit in an interview. We have re-recorded a few of the questions put to him in that interview and edited them with his answers. So here we go. Hello. We put together an outline of what we think is happening uh, as far as the relationship between the US, the UK and the European Union is concerned around the whole issue of Brexit. We posed a number of questions and SIPS, because of its global coverage, is uniquely positioned to assess the impact of Brexit on global supply chains, the relationship between the United Kingdom, the United States and the European Union. Hopefully you'll enjoy what we put before you, it'll inform you, but if there are any further questions that you have about Brexit and its more global impact, please don't be afraid to contact us. Since Americans use Britain as a doorway to Europe, what complications would result from a hard Brexit? US goods transit in the UK on their way into Europe would not, not be affected at all. Britain remains a member of the Common Transit Convention, which means that any goods that are transit in the UK and not fabricated in the UK will, will move into the EU in exactly the way as they have done before. Any goods that come from the US and are fabricated in the UK before they move on to uh, the European Union may be subject to EU uh, tariffs. A key issue though for US goods that are transit in the UK will be transit times into Europe. The expectation is that those goods will be delayed at the port. They'll be delayed at the port because they'll be competing with other goods to enter Europe, there is a potential for long delays and the customs procedures post-Brexit uh, are going to create significant strains on both UK and transiting goods from outside the UK. So that's a significant issue uh, for UK, US goods uh, transiting uh, the UK. What is the impact on foreign exchange? What currency strategy is best when dealing with the UK or Europe? First of all, if there's a hard Brexit, the value of sterling will fall to what I'm calling parity. Essentially, uh, the pound will fall to one pound is equal to one euro. Today, the pound is floating uh, at just above uh, one euro ten cents. As a result of that, the US dollar will appreciate uh, against the UK pound. And also, I'd expect some appreciation uh, of the dollar against the euro. The reason for this is that Brexit will cause uncertainty in Europe. We can already see uh, the impact of Brexit uh, on activity in Europe. It's slowing down activity in Europe uh, and therefore I would expect the value of the US dollar to appreciate against the pound and against the euro. In relative terms probably slightly more against the pound uh, than it does uh, against euro. So the expectation generally is uh, that we're going to see a stronger dollar and I know that this is bad news for you guys in North America because you already think uh, that the value uh, of the dollar is too high 
against the euro and the pound. So short term, uh, the news is bad. Uh, as far as you're concerned, you're going to see an appreciation in, in the dollar. Do you anticipate that the UK will change trade policies? Should we expect additional tariffs and taxes? Which products are the most vulnerable to these taxes? As far as the UK is concerned in its trading relationships with the United States, you should expect no change in the trading relationships. No additional tariffs, no additional taxes. If anything, uh, the UK will try and make trade between the UK and the US freer. So UK politicians are absolutely desperate for a trade deal with the United States, both from an economic perspective and from a political perspective, and all the negotiating cards are in the hands of the US negotiators. So the expectation should be no change in trading relationships with the European Union, that will go on as per usual, and absolutely no change in trading relationships uh, with the UK and if anything over time an improvement in those trading relationships, a freeing up of those trading relationships where the, the nature of the deal is going to be determined very much by the US negotiators. What are the implications for US investments in the UK? So investment which produces physical goods uh, in the UK uh, which are then on sold into the European Union will be subject to the common external tariff or to WTO tariffs if there is a hard Brexit. Um, the immediate impact will be on supply chain uh, disruption for US assets that are already uh, in the United Kingdom. So customs procedures and moving goods around Europe are going to become much more complex uh, than they are at the moment. And indeed, our preparedness uh, for those that increased complexity uh, in terms of customs procedures and customs clearance and managing goods through our ports is absolutely nowhere near uh, where it should be. Uh, and the anticipation is that should we have a hard Brexit on the 31st of October this year, that there will be significant disruption uh, in supply chains. And then finally, financial service investment, US investments in financial service sector uh, is going to be heavily dependent upon uh, the extension of what's called passporting rights. Now, under a hard Brexit, those passporting rights would not be extended. What does that mean? At the moment, financial institutions that are located in the UK are allowed to do business in Europe without having any physical assets in Europe. This is the so-called passporting rights. Under a hard Brexit, if those passporting rights were lost, US financial service investment in the United Kingdom, which was currently trading with the EU, but where they own no physical assets in the European Union, would have to invest in those physical assets in the European Union. The big decision then would be whether or not they put additional assets into the EU, or they take all of their operations out of the United Kingdom, primarily out of the City of London, and relocate them in Dublin, Frankfurt, Paris, or wherever else. If there's a hard exit, a hard Brexit, as we're calling it here in the United Kingdom, uh, as far as trading with the European Union is concerned, there's no change for North America. Uh, your relationship with the European Union uh, will continue to, to uh, be carried out on the basis that it is at the moment, so no change there. Uh, activity that was previously uh, undertaken in the UK for consumption in the EU will uh, have there will be significant impact 
uh, on that activity, as I said in my previous answer. So goods that have to move out of the UK will be subject to tariffs and taxes, uh, and the movement of those goods will be very, very uh, difficult uh, in the first instance. And, and that first instance could, could exist for an extended period of time. It's going to take, I think, if we have a hard Brexit, at least 12 months for customs procedures, for procedures that are paused, to be in a position to actually deal with that trade efficiently. Um, as I said before, however, a new trade agreement uh, between the UK and the US uh, is something that the UK is in favour of. It is something that the US have significant power from a negotiating position to shape uh, to your advantage. Uh, and I would expect that to happen relatively quickly after a hard Brexit. Um, so basically, any activity that's in the UK at the moment is going to become administratively uh, more difficult. Any activity that you have with the EU is going to carry on uh, under existing uh, agreements. We've enjoyed easy travel to the UK and Europe. How will travel restrictions, visas and other complexities impact the US? I don't see any problem for, for US nationals wanting to come to the EU or wanting to come to the UK. As far as moving, moving into the EU is concerned, it will be business as usual. Uh, as far as movement into the UK is concerned, again, uh, you will be allowed to enter the UK in the first instance under the, the basis that you entered it uh, when we were members uh, of the European Union. And then I would expect, if anything, uh, movement into the UK to be made easier uh, as trade deals are, are negotiated between the UK uh, and the, the United States. And I would see uh, freedom of movement in and out of the United Kingdom uh, being part of that deal. All that I would ask as a UK national is that you in the United States might reciprocate when we come to visit you and make it a little bit easier for us to get into to your country. At the moment, my own personal preference is to go via Dublin, where you put nice border uh, control people and you facilitate movement into the to the US a, a lot easier. So no no change for you guys, just make it a little easier for us. Will Brexit destabilize the global economy and what will be the impact on global markets? I think for you guys in the US, this is the big issue. Uh, Brexit has occurred at the same time as uh, the US has been involved in trade disputes, most obviously uh, with China. And this has been uh, seen in, in a global context, the two events, uh, as a rise in protectionism. We're now seeing the amount, at least our interpretation of it on, on this side of uh, the Atlantic, is that the US-China uh, trade tensions, both sides are trying to pull back from that uh, as they, they, it's becoming quite clear to them uh, what the costs of um, stopping international trade on a free basis are. Uh, both China and the United States are incurring significant costs because of that uh, trade disruption. Uh, what we have in the UK, however, is uh, a, a government uh, and an economy and a political economy that's caught in a catch-22 situation. So we have voted to Brexit. Uh, we've had nearly three years to think about it. We actually don't like some of the economic impacts of that Brexit. We know that Brexit, particularly under a no-deal uh, scenario, is going to be rather expensive and costly as far as economics is concerned, it's going to damage UK interests, it's going to damage EU interests, but 
We want to be seen from a political perspective to be delivering what our population voted for. So our population or an element of our population wants the Brexit. Um, we know that it's going to cost us a lot and we're now in a situation where politicians are saying that we're going to pay the high cost in order to deliver on the democratic decision uh, of our voters. So on the one hand, we've got the US uh, and China pulling back uh, from a protectionist stance. Uh, and on the other hand, we've got an anti-free trade uh, Brexit uh, that is occurring, which is likely to put a strain on the global economy. So in Europe at the moment, you're seeing increased uncertainty. You're seeing slowdown in the German economy, slowdown in the UK economy, uh, rather insipid, not very inspiring uh, rates of growth. Uh, the good news for the global economy, and in fact, the bigger news for the global economy, is that the US uh, and China seem to be pulling back uh, from the brink. So in the round, the global economy is going to grow at a slower rate than would otherwise have been the case. Uh, but the US-China impact is far more important than Brexit, but Brexit will slow down the global economy. That was John Glenn, SIPS economist and a close follower of the impact of Brexit. And this is Global Sourcing Insights from SIPS. Thanks for listening.